Joining me on The Morning Brief, Mark Mendelson, former homicide detective, now a crime analyst for us and commentator on other issues on News Talk 1010. Morning, Mark. Good morning, Jerry. Thanks for being up early. What time do you get up normally? Uh, 10 to 5, 5 o'clock. I don't know why. You know, no, you get I'm, older. I, I'm just going to ask why. I don't, I, I, no, I, I just do. I don't even have an alarm clock. It just happens now, I think. that uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I'm, not cra- I'm not crazy about it, but uh, it happens and I can't go back to sleep, so I have to spend my time with you. Quality right. time. Yeah, yeah quality time. Are you that old guy that falls asleep in front of the TV at 630? No, God, no, no. But That's you know, I used you. to be an. I was a night owl. I used, I used to be okay. a newsie. I'd, st- I'd stay up till one o'clock in the morning. And as you get older, that that hour comes back and back and back. Yeah. Now it's you know ten o'clock for me. I'm I'm maxing out, baby. Well, back when you and I were young, they had this hot new thing. It's called the fax machine. Wow, pretty exciting. And uh, and now the provincial government is saying axe the fax because doctors are still using faxes, hundreds of thousands of faxes every year in. Ontario, back and forth between doctors' offices and pharmacies, etc. And uh, you know, just to put it in perspective, Mark, when doctors first got fax machines, the, the, on the radio they were playing "It's Raining Men" by the Weather Girls. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, you know, Jerry, it's it's not just uh, the medical profession. I think you'll find that most law firms, certainly in this province, most lawyers still have faxes and still use them to transmit documents to uh, to courts and to other lawyers. And and it, to me, it's like a dinosaur world. It's it's completely antiquated now. If 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 there's anything that we learned out of the pandemic, is that things that used to be done through other means, whether it's in person or even through faxes. Don't have to don't have to go that way anymore. We found there's a whole new digital world out there. There are digital um, uh, signatures that are you know for documents all the time. People are yeah. buying houses and never even seeing their agent. It's all being done electronically. So I think you know I think uh, you know the government is right that uh, certainly healthcare um, has to get out of the uh, sort of the prehistoric age. Uh, faxes are not that, as secure as most uh, emails and uh, you know Adobe type DocuSign things that that are available to everybody now so you know you got to get with the times we have to adapt fax machines are big bulky uh, you know they're hard to get parts for now. They're hard to even to, you try and buy a brand new fax machine. Machine now it's it's like you're you're you're, you're dipping into another another planet. So yeah, we got to move on. And and law firms are the same way. And you know times change. And if anything we learned from that pandemic is that we can change. And if it's electronically, so be it. Okay. Well, the CBC has an article on this that is very interesting because they say first of all, yeah, they think the fax is secure, but not so much so. If you send it to the wrong number, which is the kind of thing when you're doing hundreds of thousands of them, you could easily do. And secondly, um, well, there's three things that are a problem. The other one that they point out is that then when the fax arrives, somebody has to sit there and type the information into an electronic system. Why don't they just use the electronic systems? Well, because various uh, offices have different electronic systems and they don't talk to each other. I thought eHealth was supposed to look after that. I thought that was supposed to be arranged decades ago, was it not, when they were putting the whole digital electronic end to OHIP and, and billing and everything else that goes along? Yeah. I, you know, I can't understand. I mean, look at 
Email is email. It doesn't matter what server you're running through, whether you're working on 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 an Apple platform or a Microsoft platform. It doesn't really matter. But if you can have these forms filled out just one time and send it by email, and it's just as different, you know, just as easy to make a, a mistake on an email address as it is on a fax number. Um, but if you're careful and you do it properly, and the document is there, it can be electronically loaded right into whatever platform you're looking at. Think of how much time is being saved. I don't know about your pharmacy, but if I have to get uh, a refill on a script and and there isn't a repeat on my script, my, my pharmacist has to fax the doctor. Yeah, that's right. Like, why can't you just send them an email saying, here, you know, it's it's John at Shoppers Drug Mart and Mark needs this. It's a secure it's a secure uh, email address and you're using a secure platform and do it that way. How much more efficient can you get than faxes? I mean, it's, to me, it's just going back 30 years when we don't need to be. All right. Well, you said you're not sure you can get them anymore. I just went on Amazon. Canon FaxPhone L100 fax machine in white, $269.99, delivered from Amazon Saturday, February 11th. Um, yeah, okay, but you know so what? I wonder... Does it come with a bow? <laughs> That's extra, unless you have Prime. All right. So as a former cop, how do you react to this story Joe Warmington is telling in the Toronto Sun? He's calling it a home alone story. And this happened in Toronto, where a 13-year-old young lad is home alone. Dad's off doing errands. Mom is dropping the sister at her ballet lessons. And a couple, a man and a woman, show up at the door. And he opens the door to say hello. They just walk right in. The guy didn't even throw a cigarette out. He's smoking a cigarette. They give this lame story that um, that mom had sent them over to get the TV. But they didn't appear to know mom's name. And the, the so this, this could be terrorizing to a 13-year-old. And this could have gone a lot differently. But uh, the, the kid was pretty quick on the uptake because the, the man, they seemed very casual about this, demanded a glass of water. So the young boy goes over and he holds, a, uh, I guess, a clean wash glass by the bottom and he puts water in it and he hands it to the guy. And now the police have the guy's fingerprints and they have the uh, the doorbell camera. The, the kid said, well, my parents are in the basement. I'll just go get them. And so the couple left. But uh, pretty smart little guy, I think. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, who's to say he didn't learn something from watching television or watching reality shows or watching these, uh, you know, sort of true crime uh, uh, reality things that are out there about fingerprints? It is. I'm sure it was scary. Absolutely. But, you know, it just hammers home the, uh, you know, the adage that I used to always tell my kids, you know what, if 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 we're not here and somebody knocks on the door, you don't recognize them. You don't open the door for anybody at any time. That's the takeaway lesson I think we should all be getting. But having said that, we're not living in this young man's shoes and in, in the circumstances he was in at the time. But at least he, you know, he had his wits about him and smart enough to, you know, remember even even if just by remembering to keep the glass, to not put the glass in the dishwasher, to, to not handle it, you're providing the police with some pretty good forensic evidence moving, you know, moving on down the road. People that commit these crimes, Jerry, this is not their first rodeo. So, you know, hopefully his prints are, are, are in the system from previous convictions for probably break and enter and theft. Yeah. Scary. Absolutely. Smart kid on, you know, sharp on the bit. Absolutely. And, and nobody's hurt. That's the most important thing. But tell your kids, if they don't know who's at the door and you're not there, don't answer it. All right. So I have a little window in the door and I can look out and see who's there. It's not one of those peephole things like they have in apartments. Uh, it's a little window. and You never I let me in. Well, I've followed your advice. You seem dangerous. You're big. Um, so, uh, but, but what you're saying is, if I don't know who that person is, like maybe through the door, I can go, what do you want? 
Absolutely. You have the safety of the door. Yeah. Simple as that. More or less. How if, easy is it to, you, know, you see on TV, it's easy to kick a door in. Is it actually easy to kick a door in? I don't know. I can tell you the two occasions I watched uni- one uniform officer and one drug guy I was working with when I was undercover, both uh, kicked the doors with their legs, both ended up in hospital with casts. So, yeah, you know what? I think it's all about the technique because uh, I generally find that the guys that I know that do it end up snapping a fibia along the way. So, you know what? Not good. I'm not sure it's technique. I think it's movie door. <laughs> I, think that, <laughs> I think that's what it is. Mark Mendelson, right. thanks very much. You have a great morning.